What's up, everybody? It's Joe with VRH Development. Uh, welcome to episode two. This week, we are going to talk about fear. Uh, it's one of my favorite topics. Fear is such a all-encompassing, such an all-encompassing problem. It affects us in so many ways. It affects us physiologically. It affects us mentally. It affects us emotionally. Um, so I want to talk about and break down fear as a response, as an emotion, where it comes from, why we experience it. So we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about where fear comes from first, why it exists. Our bodies are so high tech and so advanced that they actually come with a self-defense mechanism. Uh, it's located in our brain. It's called the amygdala. When we perceive a danger or threat uh, that will cause us some sort of harm, it triggers a response in the amygdala in our brain, which then releases hormones and sends things shooting through our nervous system. Uh, that causes physiological response, such as erratic heart rate, increased heart rate, uh, erratic breathing, panic, nervousness, sweaty palms, adrenaline gets released into the system. This is to prepare us to either fight or flee. It's literally our own built-in alarm system and defense mechanism. So many people are afraid of so many different things, and it all starts right here. Something we see, something we hear, something we sense in our sense of smell, right? Like it could be something as simple as, I heard there's a bomb in the building. Oh my gosh, I smell smoke. Oh my gosh, there's a fire. We got to get everybody out. It prepares us with a burst of energy a sped up heart rate to pump blood and oxygen through our, through our body. Uh, it literally is to prepare us to break down doors. If we have to, to put out a fire, to evacuate a building. We hear a bomb in the building. There's a bomb in the building. We run. We hear that somebody's being held up or mugged. Some people might run. Some people might stop and attack the mugger. Um, the reality of the matter is, is that this is nature or God's way of helping us to defend ourselves and protect ourselves. So fear is actually a good thing. That's the beauty of this whole video is that we're going to take and break this apart and really analyze it and figure out how it turns into such a negative thing that rots our lives and controls us and paralyzes us and keeps us from excelling or making, making positive decisions for ourselves. So now that we know where fear comes from, let's talk about why uh, it affects our emotions, right? Like why is it propelled by our emotions? Well, it's a secondary emotion. It's something that happens in our mind from a perceived threat. So if something hurts my feelings, that's a perceived threat. It's involuntary. 
I don't have any control over something somebody does or says that may or may not hurt my feelings. I don't see it coming. I don't know it's going to happen. It's an instinctual response. So if my brain is triggered, my amygdala is triggered because of fear of me being harmed by someone, it's also going to trigger another secondary response to defend myself or flee from that person. You see how this is starting to become relative to our emotions. If I'm ashamed of something that I've done and I'm afraid someone is gonna find out, it triggers a fear response in my amygdala. And that's why you'll see people that get caught stealing or caught in a lie become angry because shame has triggered a fear response within them and they get angry and become hostile to attack their perceived threat. So even the victim in the situation of being lied to or being stolen from is then the perceived attacker by the person who was causing harm in the first place. And this is how things get misconstrued by fear. Because like I said, it's instinctual. Sometimes we don't even realize it's happening. Um, one of my favorites as a drug addict and as an ex-criminal and degenerate was I had a fear of getting caught. Um, I was afraid I was going to get caught lying constantly. I was afraid I was going to get caught stealing constantly. Um, I was so broken and so sick and so lost that the adrenaline surge that I got from fear actually became a high to me. And I thrived on that. I thrived on getting away with stealing or I thrived on getting away with lying. And I had no idea why. My brain was naturally releasing hormones and adrenaline and I was getting a rush. Talk about being broken. Talk about being toxic. But I didn't know any of that then. And that's why we're having these discussions. And that's why we're having these videos so that we can talk about how these things affect us, right? So now that we know a little bit about where fear comes from, we know a little bit about the emotional response to fear. We can start talking about the stages of fear, right? So stage one is the perception, the perceived threat uh, or danger, whether it's sight, whether it's something we see, we see somebody go into a building with a gun or we smell smoke, or we hear something, uh, or it's triggered by something that we've done, right? I've done something wrong, and now it's an emotional trigger that triggers my fear response. Um, people are constantly doing things that they shouldn't. I constantly did things that I shouldn't. And because of that, I was constantly in a state of fear. I had no idea when I got clean and sober how controlled my life was by fear. And it was because it literally affected and was touched by everything that I did. Every story that I told, every action that I made, everything that I did, everyone that I ran with was breaking rules or laws or some sort. I was doing wrong 24-7. And I was afraid of going to jail. I was afraid of hurting my family and disappointing my family. I was afraid of losing whatever toxic relationship I was in at the time. I lived in a constant state of fear and I had no idea because I was delusional. I, I was under this delusion that everything was okay and I was a nice guy and that was normal. My drug addict and alcoholic life was the only normal life to me. It seemed perfectly reasonable to be doing those things in any given moment. 
it wasn't until I got clean and sober that I started working the steps of recovery and I started really breaking things down in my life and really looking at things and why they were the way they were. So stage one is the perception of the danger or threat. Stage two is the physiological response. The amygdala gets triggered, adrenaline gets released, heart rate gets increased, breathing becomes erratic. Sometimes this even escalates to the point of panic and people hyperventilate and pass out or get lightheaded. Fear can literally be physically debilitating to us if it goes unchecked and uncontrolled. And if it overwhelms us too quickly, Stage three is paralysis. This is where fear becomes dangerous in our lives. Uh, when we get into the paralysis stage, it's literally what's happened is we've perceived the threat. We've had the physiological response. And now in stage three, all we can think about is what's physically happening. All we can think about is the threat. We're obsessing on it. All we can think about is our panicked breath. Are we going to get away? Are we going to survive? Are we going to be okay? We get debilitated by this phys physiological effect of this fear. This is where phobias are born, right? Where people have these incredible paralyzing fears about things like going outside or being around too many people or fear of the water or name it. There's probably a million fears out there. But this is where the phobias come from, is from this paralytic effect of the fear. But that also creeps into our decision making. If I get into a situation, even though I know it's unhealthy and I know it's bad for me, a, a relationship, I know that it's toxic, it's hurting me, it's poisonous to me. But I get into the fear of the unknown. What's going to happen? Am I going to be okay? That thought gets so consuming that I don't even want to think about it. I don't know if I'm going to be okay if I get out of this relationship with this woman who's abusing me. I don't know if I'm going to be okay if I get out of this relationship with this woman who treats me like shit and walks all over me and takes advantage of me in every single way. But at least I know if I stay here, I know what to expect. It's comfortable. Sitting in our shit is sometimes very comfortable because it's warm and soft and familiar, even though it stinks. It's a great analogy, but it's fact, fact. Until my pain is outweighed, fact, until the fear of change and the fear of the unknown is outweighed by the pain, I will stay. I don't know how many other people are like that. I don't know how many other people struggle with that. The same can be said about jobs and employment. If you have a job and you hate it there and it makes you sick going into work and it makes you depressed and it makes you miserable in your life, you should probably change that. But I can't tell you how many times I've had a job that made me miserable and I stayed because I was afraid of what, what was I going to do? Was I going to make enough money? Was I going to be okay? The fear of the unknown, the fear of where was I going to go, the fear of what job was I going to do, how much money was I going to make? Was I going to be able to afford the same lifestyle that I'd become accustomed to? And once again, when that fear was outweighed by the misery and pain that came from that job, I made the change. 
And I wonder how many other people struggle with this and they don't even realize that it's fear that's stopping them. Stage four is memories. We have the most high-tech supercomputer ever, ever thought of known to man and we were born with it. Coincidence? I doubt it. I'm, I see providence. The fact that our brain records everything that we see, everything that we smell, everything that we hear, and everything that we feel. As far back as I can remember, I can remember what popcorn smelled like at a movie when I was 13. The same happens with fear. The last stage of the fear process is our brain stores everything to memory. It stores the trigger, the perceived threat. It stores the experience of the physiological effects. It stores the outcome and it burns it to a little USB flash drive in our brain. Uh, the beauty of that is that means that we can go back just like a video file just like reviewing footage at a store for a security camera, we can go back and review what happened. We can pay attention to our surroundings in that recording. We can go back and look at what the perceived fear was. Was it as big as we thought? Did the outcome happen the way that we thought or did it play out differently? What could we have done different? We can look at all of that because we have this supercomputer attached to our body that pilots us around, right? So the stages of fear, right? The perceived threat, the physiological effect of our brain releasing adrenaline. The paralysis factor, it stops us from thinking about anything else. It stops us from making good choices. It stops us from moving forward. You gotta stop being paralyzed by our fear and take action. So nothing is guaranteed in this life except for death. My question is, how do you want to live while you're here? Do you want to live in fear? Or do you want to take responsibility for it, be accountable to yourself, and positively work through it and grow from it? I'm going to be real honest. For me, starting this podcast was a fear. Uh, I've had somebody, I've, had, I've been talking about this and backburnering this idea and wanting to get this moving for a long time, a couple of years now. And I keep talking about it and it keeps falling by the wayside. And I keep talking about it. It keeps falling to a back burner and I keep talking about it. And my biggest supporter and my biggest advocate that wanted me to push through with this pod project finally asked me, what is freaking stopping you from doing this? You were made for this. You were called to do this. You have so much knowledge and so much experience and so much wisdom and your ability to talk to people and explain things. Why aren't you doing this? And I said, because I'm afraid. Okay. That's the truth. The truth of the matter is I'm afraid. I'm afraid that it's going to suck. I'm afraid that it's not going to help anyone. I'm afraid no one's going to want to hear what I have to say. I'm afraid that I'm going to start something one more time and not finish it. And uh, I got to tell you, as we move further into this video, once I identified the fear, and once I identified the cause of what was stopping me and I recognized what was happening, I couldn't ignore it anymore. We had that conversation a couple months ago and it's been, it started gnawing at me. It was gnawing at me every time I was awake. I would wake up and think about the podcast. 
And I would wake up and think about this project and how I was going to move forward and what the first steps were to be and how I was going to get started off the ground with no money and no help and no direction and no experience. And uh, I just decided to start recording and see what happened. But the point is, is I had to acknowledge and admit that the fear was there and I had to recognize that was what was stopping me. That was my roadblock. I really appreciate you listening. If you've made it this far, bless you. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your time. Please, if you support the idea, if you support the the channel, the podcast, like us, subscribe, leave a comment. If there's a topic that you want me to talk about, certainly drop it in the comments. Uh, I have lots and lots of topics already laid out, listed out. But I want to I want to create more discussions. That's what this is all about. It's about us helping each other. It's about us helping each other because we want to do better as a human race. It's not about sex. It's not about identity. It's not about gender. It's about a mindset and a vibe as an individual, as a human being, being helpful and loving and kind toward other people. Yeah, let's stop with the negativity and start with the positivity and start lifting each other up. That's what this is all about for me is I want to lift other people up. And I hope that that is contagious. That's, that's my one wish is that this becomes contagious and that people start helping other people and sharing their experience with other people. If you like what you heard, please like, subscribe, comment.